Hey, Ashley. Hey, Matt. You want to talk about a TV show? Sure. Hey, there's a new show streaming on Disney Plus. It's called WandaVision, and Matt's going to tell us about it. Yeah, so this is part of the MCU, otherwise known as the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which I'm having to readjust and learn <laughs> that cinematic doesn't necessarily pertain to movies, <laughs> as I would assume, cinema, mm. but I guess it's TV shows and everything. Mm. So, um, Wanda Maximoff. Uh, is also known as the Scarlet Witch. And we've seen her in a few of the Marvel movies. Um, And she ended up dating, (laughs) I guess for lack of a better term, um, another character in the MCU called Vision, who's played by Paul Bettany. Um, We last saw Vision in Avengers Infinity War, where he died. Uh, He had um, one of the, the Infinity Stones in his head. I think it was the Mind Stone. And... Thanos wanted it in order to complete his Infinity Gauntlet, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Um, So in order to get it out of him, um, Thanos had to kill him. So um, Wanda was, I think, taken away in the snap, but then she was brought back in in Endgame. And apparently the events in this show take place after Endgame. Uh, And WandaVision... Is you know sort of first of all the title is a combination of, of Wanda Maximoff and then Vision, uh, but it takes place as uh, inside of a TV show. Um, in fact, the old school sitcoms. This starts off in the fifties era, um, and it's in black and white. The first two episodes are in black and white because episode one takes place in the fifties, sort of, and episode two is sort of a sixties sitcom ish type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and Wanda and Vision are a married couple that moved to a town called Westview. And they are, they have this lovely kind of fifties and then later the house keeps changing each episode, but fifties <laughs> and sixties style house. Um, Vision has a job at a place where he, he, he does things, I guess. Um, and, uh, episode one actually features Vision's boss coming over to have dinner. Uh, and hijinks ensue. Um, there's a audience laughter like you would see in a sitcom. Um, the second episode, is, you know, Wanda and Vision putting on like a talent show, magic show for uh, for the town's talent show. Mm-hmm. Um, episode three goes into color. Wanda's pregnant um, and she and Vision are kind of dealing with her pregnancy, which is very short lived, <laughs> but in a good way. They end up having twins, I guess. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, this is this is. Um, Wanda envisions lives together basically as sitcom characters. Um, but of course there's some, there's some unsettling things happening. Uh, first and foremost is, you know, vision as, as far as we know is dead. Um, and secondly, there are strange people coming up through the sewer grates. Um, there's neighbors that are cutting through solid block with their, their, their yard work equipment. <laughs> um, there's, uh, there's toy helicopters that have weird insignias on them. There's um, um, these weird. Each episode has a TV com- has a commercial, right? And it seems to be commercials that are for Hydra, which is the evil organization that's the nemesis of Shield, uh, which is you know the, what the good guys fight for. Mm. Um, and uh, 
Yeah, so just a lot of, um, of weird things happen as well. So that's, that's your WandaVision setup. We're obviously, we're talking spoilers in this, so you know if you haven't seen the first three episodes, then you probably would want to wait and listen to this after that. But we're talking about episodes one through three. Yeah, and those are the three episodes that have aired as of the recording of this, right? Yeah, and I think there's going to be nine total. Okay. So, you know, I've seen almost all the, the Marvel movies. I think there's a couple of Thor movies we haven't seen or something. Um, I've always thought of Vision and the Scarlet Witch. I was always kind of interested in them because they seemed, to me, they seemed interesting, but they were always kind of secondary characters. Um I, I never expected there to be a television show featuring these two. It's very unexpected. And the nature of the show, at least so far, is very unexpected. Um, the, this, this conceit of placing them in the context of these old TV shows is, is very strange. Now, as someone who is a fan of classic television and has watched a lot of you know, episodes of I Love Lucy and, and Dick Van Dyke and Bewitched, these are all shows that this show references pretty obviously um i find it amusing and fun um i don't if you're not into that i don't I'm, i think this might be a little weird i mean it is weird mm-hmm. but even <laughs> even weird but i don't know how enjoyable it is um but i i've enjoyed it just for that kind of kitschy factor um and i do like how i do like the mystery of it because it's it's building kind of a mystery of why are they in this situation? Why are they in these sitcom situations? And yeah, there's in each episode, there's very odd and kind of frightening things that happen that take them out of their little cozy sitcom world for a minute. Um, But then everything kind of uh, goes back to the way it was. So there's something trying to break through, something trying um, to come to the surface. And so it's kind of intriguing to see what this is going to be. So I'm I'm definitely looking forward to seeing the rest of the the episodes. Yeah, um, as I am someone who loves the older sitcoms, you know, um, I watch them via Nick at Night mm-hmm. back in the day. Um, they are they do a good job, I think, recreating the sense and feeling of, of those sitcoms without mocking them. That's something I was a little nervous about before watching this. Is that I don't know. It's easy to parody them and mock them and. I was a little nervous about that. I, I I do think this is a bit of a parody of them, but not mockingly so. There's 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 no mean spiritedness no, in this. No, I mean they get a lot of things right. They get the set design. The, let me tell you, the production design is, <laughs> is as the kids say on point. Yes. I don't know if the kids are still saying that, but uh, it, it's it's quite good each episode. And like I said, the the town they're in is the same, but as the episodes and the decades change. <laughs> So does their house and the certain, you know, like I said, production design elements. It all looks fantastic. Um, but yeah, it, it, I'm very intrigued. Now, the end of episode three saw Wanda kind of just basically banish one of the characters uh, from the sitcom. Because there was a moment where something, you know, you talked about frightening things happening. I mean, something happened where uh, one of the characters was, was with her, Geraldine. Um seemed to suddenly remember that Wanda had a, you know, had a brother. I think mm-hmm. it's actually called Quicksilver, but I think it was maybe Pietro or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was killed in one of the movies. And Geraldine mentions this. And then Wanda starts getting upset and ends up banishing her. It looks like out of the sitcom. 
And at the end, we see Geraldine is laying on the grass. It looks like just outside of Westview, which is being artificially created or something. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know. Or, or has, has a boundary around it. And then these military vehicles roll off on her. So I'll be curious to see that. Also, as most people on the Internet have already discovered, and as IMDb gives away, Geraldine is also Monica Rambo, who... Um, is a character we've seen in the MCU before. So in the movie Captain Marvel, um, Carol Danvers, played by Brie Larson, has a best friend, and who that best friend has a daughter, and that daughter is Monica Rambeau. Oh. And you know, Captain Marvel was set in the '90s. This is set in Endgame, which is actually now a couple of years ahead of where we're at. But um, the this is her. And so something's going on with that. Huh. Catherine Hahn is uh, plays a, a neighbor named Agnes who's been fairly <laughs> prominent. She's very curious to see what else comes uh, uh, from her. Um, no, I you know I I've heard her have her from. I mean this this seems to have a really good reception. I have heard from a couple of people I know who like the MCU that they do not like this because I mean they like the MCU for superheroes and spectacle and blah 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 and this they they don't want to watch a sitcom. And that, <laughs> I think this is more than that, mm-hmm. but I, yeah, I mean, it's certainly something more than a sitcom, but mainly within a sitcom format. Yeah. So you may or may not go for that. Well, I think it's kind of a, it's a slow burn. I think this, this sitcom conceit is, is, I don't know how, I don't know if it's going to carry forward, how far that's going to carry forward, but at the moment anyway, it feels like kind of an opening and there's a mystery as to why, mm-hmm. why we're seeing this and why this is happening. And I find that very intriguing. And yeah, it is very different than any other MCU movie. Um, but I think that's a, that's a good thing. That's shows that there's some creativity happening. And mm-hmm. um, I, I'm glad you mentioned uh, Catherine Hahn as, as Agnes there, you know, there's those classic shows always had kind of the nosy neighbor. <laughs> and I think she's, she's, she's been really good in this. But um, also, Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany are really great um, mm-hmm. in their roles. And and how nice it must be for them to be in a show where they actually get to be characters with some personality and, and development. Mm-hmm. And not to slight their performances in in the Marvel movies, but I just feel like they didn't really have the opportunity to really express themselves as performers. And here they do, and it's that's nice to see. Yeah. Um, it's also, you know, I had been a little bit of reading about this, I, not not for spoilers or anything, but just to kind of gauge people's reactions. and Because um, this is kind of so different than what we're used to from the MCU. Um, but some folks have talked about how they think of this as sort of a meditation on grief. And I can certainly see that as a potential mm. And, and, and if and until we know more about what's going on, it's hard to say. I mean, it's obviously, you know, Wanda and Vision are in this sitcom universe. Um, whether they're in, the, well, well, Vision, as we know, is dead. But whether Wanda is in there intentionally or whether she's, you know, against her will. Um, I mean, she certainly seems to have the capability of powering, you know, using her superpowers to an extent. We don't know. But she's also definitely being observed. Mm. So whether this is something of her own doing and she's getting help with it or whether this is something she's forced to do is, is unclear. But it's certainly, I mean, I think it speaks to 
the you know emotional heft uh, that uh, I think a lot of people, even if they haven't necessarily experienced it themselves, could probably relate to imaginatively of what happens if someone you love dearly dies. Mm-hmm. Um, what if you had the chance to con- to be able to live a life with them um, that you were not able to? Yeah. Um, and I think that's a very touching aspect of this. Um, so, yeah, I, I think there is a lot going on here. I think to dismiss this is just a uh, sitcom. Mm-hmm. You know, if that's not your bag, I, I think you're just you think you're kind of missing out on an interesting, at least a, an intriguing premise so far. Yeah. And like I said, I'm, I'm in it for the long haul. I hope I hope the payoff is is worth this build up. <laughs> mm. We'll be we'll be interested to see if it follows a you know superhero movie boilerplate uh, uh, plot line of where you know the last episode or something they're going to have to fight a big bad and have a, you know big <laughs> special effects spectacle. Right. I would be a little disappointed if that were it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I. I I wouldn't be opposed, obviously, to seeing them having to use their powers to to do good or to to fix something or to to save something. But yeah, if it's if it just boils down to a big conflict at the end, mm-hmm. that would be disappointing. If yeah. That's all it is. So um, this is like I said, it looks like it has nine episodes. We'll probably come back every third episode and, and talk about it. So we'll do one for episodes four to six, and then okay. do one at the end, seven to nine. Um, so, so far episodes one to three of WandaVision, what do you give this out of 10? Uh, I'm going to give it an eight out of 10. Yeah, I will give it an eight as well. Um, so our score is an eight. It's got a 94% fresh from critics on the tomato meter and an audience score of 80%. So we're right in with the audience. Right with the audience. All right. That's WandaVision. Yes. Stay tuned.